Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Are you going to play that dastardly intro again? Ow! This Keep claiming, keep claiming, yeah! You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Hello and welcome to the worst idea of all time, episode 52! Yeah! Season 3! Live in New Zealand's capital city, as, as you well know, Wellington, New Zealand. We're performing to an audience, for those of you listening later, of civil servants, public servants and bureaucrats. The bottom of the barrel, so to speak. And it's They're a disgusting people, and I'm horrified to be here. <laughs> Miserable that you all turned out no, tonight. No, no, th- we're getting off to a lousy start by being unnecessarily mean-spirited to you. No, I would like to pursue this line <laughs> okay. of inquiry further. I would like to add that you are sucking on the public teat, <laughs> yeah, driving yeah. this country <laughs> of its potential, and yeah. uh, furthermore... Put the Let's boot. all get out there and, and, and vote act this election season and really get some shit done. Oh, it's about time someone said it, and especially in Wellington. We've all been thinking it. Yeah. So uh, get that up, you, <laughs> for a fucking start, okay? How does that sound? I'm trying uh, to move that out of the way so you can What's happening here, here is we're... Fr- <laughs> this is going to go on the internet later. You guys don't care about that, but... Um, those guys were not getting a very good shot of me. And uh, this is obviously this is the money makers, so you got to keep it real. Guys, the reason it's episode 52 is because the last time we saw this film, which feels like a blissful age ago, such a lovely, huge yeah, amount of yeah. time since it feels like we last saw this. We uh, watched the... Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a, effects on my voice. <laughs> that'll be a fun challenge for an hour. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, yes. mine's, mine's going great. Look yeah, at all I that. Tell. No, there you go. That's the trick. Okay. So, look, we watched the movie three times, four times back. I forgot. I tacked yeah, one yeah. on. We were going to watch it three times back to back. And then I thought it would be real funny to throw at Guy the surprise, which is we're going to watch the movie a fourth time. And then we did it. So, it's been um, 
It's probably only been about a fortnight since then, but it it's feels felt longer. it's felt fantastic. It's felt really good. How's your life been since then? Uh, it's been okay, thanks, Tim. Because we haven't had a, a big, a, apart from the period of time when I had to penalise us, we haven't had a big chasm of our yeah. own time to fill. The way I, <laughs> the way I find that Wait, we isn't that word correctly? The I say I say chasm. There's a H, isn't there? Chasm, yeah. I mean, both work. But these sniveling, you know, dictionary fucking wielding maniacs. Yeah, they're a bunch of Microsoft yeah. paperclips. Oh, yeah, I see you're trying right. to use the word chasm. Yeah. Fuck yeah, all, yeah. And you know who's paying for those paperclips? You and me out of our own pocket. Exactly. Taxpayer money. That is so untrue. Yeah. And we're in the arts. If anyone should support this social safety net, it should be us. <laughs> no, no, I'm paying tax. At no small cost to myself. I've had to hire, had to bring in some help. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to hire someone. Guy, needs, <laughs> guy needed an adult. <laughs> How's your life been since you last saw the film, man? Yeah, it's been a box of, uh, box of birds, Tim. Cool, man. I've been out there socialising with my own friends. Yeah. Uh, not following the examples set by those in the film. I'm playing to camera. It's a mistake. <laughs> I'm all over the show up here. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's been okay, thanks. I feel like I don't really have much to, much to report. I mean, Okay, cool. Well, we'll wrap the episode up there. No, thanks no, for coming out. No, it's been no, great coming no, to the nation's no, capital. No, he's deliberately misconstrued what I was saying. It's an... It's an old vaudeville trick. Uh, <laughs> You'll notice I did that for comedic and not dramatic. Yeah, effects. yeah. Uh, how's your life been since Oh, since just then? wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Just tremendous. Much the same. Because uh, the thing about the, the, the podcast, or the watches more specifically, is it's like a vortex. It pulls you in, you know, and it changes you irrevocably. So, like, each week, the week's going cool, and you feel like you're growing as a person, and then one of us will text the other one being like, oh, dude, we've fucking, we've got to... When are we going to watch the goddamn movie? Yeah. And then we get sucked back Is into it, it, and then I what? feel bad about myself again. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it sounds like it's going to be permanently damaging for our friendship yeah. moving forward. If you associate Definitely. me texting you with it like an overwhelmingly <laughs> negative swirl of emotion. Just dread is how I yeah, would put it yeah. in a syllable. Dread. I just feel like <laughs> that's not a good thing. Yeah. No, but that's... That's art. That's why people enjoy it. If it was a, if it was a good thing, no one would listen to it. You know, they might. There are so many podcasts of people enjoying themselves, <laughs> <laughs> and those are really popular now. <laughs> I think. Shit, man. We were new to the form. Yeah, us. form was new to everyone. We thought this is how you did it, but we fucked up and yeah. it stole three years and an unknowable amount of potential from our lives. Our self-flagellating goose is I'm, well and truly cooked, sir. I could have been somebody. You still can. You got to stop talking in these uh, sort of wistful, negative, you know, oh, it's terms. The, it's the song that opens the credits at the end of the movie. I, I could be someone. That's the sound that plays. To let I'm you know sorry. The movie again. What we didn't do is check because uh, like, this is uh, we saw, it's a, a tour show. Mm. How many people in this room have not aren't even familiar with the podcast at all? Who's never listened to the podcast? Don't be ashamed. Make as much noise as you can. That's, that's, pr- that's, that's quite wacky. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what a wacky thing to be at. It's strange. Uh, that's great. So just because uh, uh, to save you from putting the piece together, I'm sure it's been articulated to you, but once more, uh, Tim and I watch and review the same movie every week for a year. And the movie that we've been talking about, we haven't even articulated this for those of you who don't know yet, is We Are Your Friends, directed uh, last year by Maximum Joseph. 
It's been referred by some as his uh, magnum opus. And by others as the Citizen Kane of yeah. our time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think neither of the people who, who put those quotes to paper would stand behind them. No. Uh, it's a movie wherein Zac Efron pursues his dream of becoming an electronic music DJ in the unforgiving landscape of Los Angeles, California. Think of a desert. Now double the desert. Now put some fuckboys in there. And that's a movie. That's the movie yeah. we watch every week. That is, in essence, what we've been experiencing. Mm. And, and now here we are. You're yeah, all yeah. caught up. That's the concept of what we're doing. And we're at the end now. Or we would be at the end, had I not penalised us for taking a little bit of time off uh, accidentally. But that's all right. Look, onward and upward. Neither, um, neither hither nor thither. So I'll tell you what I did. I tried to trip young Guy Montgomery up earlier. He went to uh, urinate. <laughs> yeah, and he stuck Always his foot funny. out. He stuck his foot out. I've, I've flipped the punchline. <laughs> but if you can imagine me getting the enunciation and timing right, I think that would have really tickled you. Well, now I'm just thinking about that I should have actually tripped you over. But you're trying to trip me up in, an, in No, no, no. Okay. That would have been classic. Seeing you fall right on your big dumb face <laughs> would have been so good. Fuck, I would have enjoyed that. But instead what I did is I waited till you were out of the uh, viewing environment. We were just watching the movie backstage, just here. It was very cold. Uh, it was kind of a weird thing. We've sort of, Guy and I have had an interesting day because we got to the airport bright and early for our early morning flight. Well, early, 11. And <laughs> then they were like, guess what? The Windy City's got too much wind. You boys aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Blowing, so blowing like the clappers, they said. They said it on the radio, on News Talk ZB. They interrupted Mike Hosking to say, this is, <laughs> it's blowing like the clappers in Wellington. And then it just went back to regular radio. It's, it's a crazy morning. And there we were, two plucky upstarts. Yeah, yeah. From Auckland, New from Zealand. From Auckland, New Zealand. Not the, originally. At the desk uh, at the airport in a very flustered woman with a foreign accent who uh, I am not convinced knew what was going on whatsoever. <laughs> she was struggling with the computer system. She, she was... She what was, is the opposite she, of flappable? Because she was flapped. Yeah, yeah. Well, unflappable is the opposite of flappable. <laughs> but I think what you're looking you for was the opposite flappable. of unflappable. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The opposite of unflappable. She was British and she sort of put on like a... She was like a buxom nanny and she sort of, in a frenzy, just picked up the phone and called someone and said, yeah. Hello, I'm actually ever such a spot of bother. <laughs> she picked up the phone and just mashed the keypad and then put the receiver back down. Then put it to her fucking ear. What did you think was going to happen? That's right. And then she picked it down and picked it up again. <laughs> and this time she dropped it and it sort of fell comically over everything. And she goes, whoops, it is, is. <laughs> I think at one point she said, there's really exact words, I am paraphrasing slightly, I don't want you guys to catch me out because I know that you were there too, but she said something akin to, I don't know what's happening, <laughs> didn't she? At one point she was banging away on the computer, so she said, I don't know what's happened. She couldn't fix up on, but then she did, she persisted. It, it was so nice to hear some honesty, because whenever anything goes wrong at the airport, there's someone at the desk they're just calm, they're bang, <laughs> but they're banging buttons, I'm yeah. always like, I could never do your job. I got no idea I what could it do says her on job the, the way she does it though. Yeah, yeah. She was feeling around in the dark. I could pick up a phone, bash buttons, and be like, oh, "Guess what? I don't know how this works." She right. did it in such a way that it actually solved our problem. Yeah, though. that's true. So, uh, but anyway, the flight that we got was about four and a half hours later, and we just ended up uh, sinking beers pretty much that whole time. So we've kind of had a whole cycle of. Uh, drinking and then sort of being a little bit hungover and then coming back out of it, but just since this morning. And it's throwing me a little bit. Let's, don't worry about Put it. Put me at man. odds with myself. 
And then we put the movie in the mix as well. And then I tried to trip Guy up when he went for a piss. Which is how this whole anecdote started. As for I, those of you who can remember that far back. I, such a small payoff as well. <laughs> no, 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 no. Definitely no, no. not worth it. You tell, you tell me how you tried to trip me up. I reduced the speed of the film by 10% because I wanted to know if Guy would notice or if he would just think he was going nuts. And I, it was mainly an experiment because I knew that you would like peg to it before too long. But I wanted to know if you would let me know that you thought something was up. You know, like if you would let me in, if you'd be like, I'm flipping out. Yeah. I've let the pressure of a live show in Wellington get to me. I can't let Tim know. Well, I, you know how difficult I find it performing to these driveling, sodden government rats scuttling around the pipes. We were just talking about that before, yeah, actually. Yeah. A bunch of pinky communists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who have, paid, who have paid to see us tonight. And we can't apologise professionally enough, too. For the tone that we're setting on the evening. No, no, no. You, you, you said we would do this, and so we shall. Anyway, but so you tried to trip. So tried. look, he brought it up very early. Very sat back down, put his headphones on. He said, "Tim, <laughs> you slowed this movie down just a little bit." <laughs> I was like, I "Have you got me red-handed?" Then but it was really just uh, unsatisfying because I, I wanted you to just stew in your own sense of insanity for a bit and be like. Fuck, I know something's wrong and I don't know what it is and I won't Well, you up. couldn't have known what would happen, but here's what happened. Mm. This is the other side of the very same story. It's an old vaudeville trick. Uh, I, came, I came back and while I was taking a piss, I was thinking, oh, this movie's about to wrap up and I'm going to have to perform this show. To, you, know, you know how I get scared about performing in front of these Wellington folks. Uh, well, especially all those snivelling <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. public servants. Yeah, 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 those guys. And I, but I thought, well, you know, before I have to do that, before I have to, you know, pick myself up and drag myself across the stage in the hope of forcing a laugh out of these absolute pigs from George Soulless Orwell's Animal are. Farm. Yeah, that's right. They're without souls. Uh, I, but I thought, well, before I have to do that, what I'm looking forward to is hearing the debut single of Cole Carter at this year's Summerfest 2016. And I genuinely thought that. And I walked back into the room and I said to you, I am ready for this. And you looked me in the eyes and you, you sort of, you thought I was talking. I was confused. Because I was like, yeah, that's cool. We're going to come out and do the podcast in front of people. You were like, No. <laughs> Cole Carter's <laughs> debut single at Summerfest 2016. Genuinely pumped. So I sat down, the most excited I've been to hear this song, in 52 screenings of We Are Your Friends. And immediately I noticed that the song that I was so looking forward to hearing sounds, you know, incre Ooh, yeah, incredibly different. Mm. So the first thing I said was, Tim, have you slowed this movie down? And wouldn't you know what he had, so. It's always in the last place you look, isn't it? Do you want to hear my shining light? Because I'm terrified I'm going to forget it if I Please. leave it too long. So we've talked a bit about how Zaccoli gets decked by James Reed from the Feelers in the bathroom of the strip club after consuming too much liquor because he's not good on the whiskey. He's got a real... Yeah, he's no good on the whiskeys. Or PCP, as it turns out. <laughs> but I would love he's to got meet a real the guy who weak, is. A real weak constitution. <laughs> yeah. That James Reed, though, he's got a twinkle in his eye, doesn't he? Yeah. He's a good guy on the PCP. Well, I mean, I feel like that's an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah, it's, nah. it's real good fun when he comes around all loaded on PCP. Nah, he's all good. He's all right. So, someone on PCP can only be as good as the best possible worst version of themselves. Well, that's true. 
That's that's true. The only thing worse than a person on PCP is a person sucking on the public purse <laughs> just to pay the rent. Here we are sweating for 40 hours a week, toiling out there, busting bricks and shifting rocks. I work with a scythe in the wheat fields. But you wouldn't know the last thing about that, would you? Harvesting and picking. <laughs> yeah. Picking and harvesting. Those are the only two speeds I know. Mm. I've not slept a wink in 20 years. <laughs> That's why I'm so lean. Yeah, it looks terrible. So the shining light was that the bathroom's quite a good look. I really like... The red tiling is was the main thing that caught you my like eye. You like the fit out. Fetching colour. And do you credit that, within or without the world of the movie, to the nope. art, the set design people, the people who do the set dressing, or the interior designer who did the fit out of the bathroom Absolutely in the movie? Absolutely, the interior yeah, designer. Nice. I don't know the first part of your question. I don't know what that even means. Well, Whoever, you, when, you, when you give credit to this bathroom you enjoy the design of... No, I understood, but let's... Oh, but you pretended you didn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I got confused. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because you said, I do not understand the first half of what you're saying. I think that's when I became confused. That's fair enough. About whether or not you understood. I can understand that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you understood most clearly. No, I did understand. Yeah, yeah. Ironically, you didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas oh. I was the one who said it aloud. Yeah. So the red's a good look. I like it. I like what it represents. Passion. Yeah. You know? And, and that is a passionate scene. Yeah. Of lovers lost, lovers betrayed. Of friendships won and friendships broken. Hey, I've never understood that, um, that idiom, no love lost. I know it's used a lot in sports. You're a sports guy. There's no love lost between these two teams. What the fuck does that mean? They haven't misplaced any of the affection they feel for one another. So, Oh, so it's like you can't subtract from zero is basically what yeah, it's saying. Yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, these guys didn't like each other before, and now these guys don't like each other yeah, yeah. still. So these guys showed up with no love, yeah. and they haven't stumbled across any love since arriving at the stadium. That's such a strange... Why use the word love, you know? Because love, you go like, oh, it's in my head, right? No love lost. I don't know the, the sort of logic of it, like following it through like a math equation, but just because of the evocative language and words that are well, used there, I get the feeling that the two teams, they just want to fuck or something. Well, they no, want yeah, yeah. to be together. That was very animalistic. No, I understand what you're they saying. They want to be together. There's no love lost yet. You don't, like they're playing the sport, but don't worry. They still love each oh, other. Oh, yeah. No, because right. you don't imagine in the first instance that the teams do love one another. So for the commentators to... But I do. To, but, oh, you do. Because they've said the word love. Yeah, yeah. But so until they bring it up, you've got no notion of how the teams Here's feel about... Tim. Why, yeah, yeah. Here's the old Timbo. Okay. Walking into a sports bar, blind <laughs> to the situation he's about to encounter, right? Yeah. Cavs versus Mavericks? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> I got a small clap because people don't know how little I know about yeah, the I mean, NBA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Walking in there, and, and then and the commentator's like, well, no love lost with these two teams. They're like, oh, the teams love each other. And they still love each other at half time. That's so <laughs> lovely. Whereas if I'm walking in, I don't think that they love each other before the announcers said that. I'm like, these are two teams who are playing basketball, yeah, yeah. so they're competitors. But they introduced the notion of love <laughs> into the yeah. arena of sport 
I get confused. Man, if you watch any more sports, those guys are throwing metaphors around left, right, and centre. <laughs> it would be an exhausting event for you. They're mostly redundant. A game of two halves? Yeah. Fucking show me the thing that isn't, dude. Uh, well, a game Real that's played in it. thirds, like ice hockey. Well, there's three of them, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's not a game of two halves. Yeah. No, okay, so all right. Fulfilled your request. Point conceded. <laughs> well done, you. Or a uh, point match, is that the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They say in sports. That's exactly what they say. Tennis, the sport of tennis. Yeah, but also in a mirror. Well, we are sharing. I got the words backwards. I said point match, not match point. Yeah, yeah. You go. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shall I? I'll do my shining light. And I was afraid of forgetting it too, so I wrote it down. Uh, it was a minor detail. Let's go unlock it. I got the, you know, this phone knows my thumbprint like the police. <laughs> uh, house. People. Oh, yeah. So, this was good fun. When, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> when Zakoli is explaining to Somali how the notion of DJing works, and he's explaining that there are different genres of music, yes. he's, a, he's a real good guy, you know? Yeah. He assumes everyone enters a conversation with roughly the same amount of information. Not condescending in the least. He's uh, a born teacher as well. Yeah, he yeah, is. He is. He's like a philosopher king. Fuck, he, he would be... Can you imagine? That guy would get eaten alive at a high school in New Zealand, walking in with those guns. Sicoli. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? People would... They'd be like, hey, they, nice arms, no, fucko, and then like... Launch themselves on. No, they'd they'd whisper to one another at morning tea about how hot the new teacher is. Of oh, course. okay, right, right. <laughs> anyway. Those Americans age differently to us, eh? Like we had a extra, an American exchange student at my high school, and he looked like he was about twenty nine, and he was fifteen. It's the weirdest thing. They're at a different scale. They're at a different times. You know the movie Interstellar. <laughs> you know how when they're Closer to the black hole and there's like time dilation. That's like America. They age them differently than we do. In New Zealand, everyone looks like they're about 12 until they're 15. And then you turn 15 and you look like a really rubbish 28-year-old <laughs> until you're about 30. And then, you're and then you look like a rubbish 40-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> now, there is a sweet spot in there somewhere. Yeah. I assume. Fuck, you got to cash in on that, guys, because if you miss that. That window. <laughs> yeah. Six months. Point match, you know. So, Zicoli is explaining the different genres of music, and he gets to explaining about house music. And we've always enjoyed this because he's very dismissive of house. Yeah, he hates it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it myself, but he, he doesn't care for it. <laughs> and he says, house music is garbage. No one likes house music. And they have this terrible, like, low-resolution overlay of footage of, like, a parking garage where people are purportedly listening to house music. And Hold I always... Up. I'm trying to put it in my head. You're no, you're wrong. It's not interior, it's exterior. House music, they're outside. It's, oh, it's, okay. it's not a parking dudes. garage, it's like an open parking lot. Oh, sorry, lot. you're right. They're outside it. But yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Sorry, you, you confused me. No, it's okay. I didn't understand. I think, well, it's good you do now. So I voiced my concern. Yeah, yeah. But we're all right now. We're getting better, huh? Uh, who's to say? Me. And this audience. Go. Uh... So he's explaining what house music is, and I've always looked at the one lady with dreadlocks who's wearing like a sort of uh, tiger print almost, or tiger colour scheme. Uh, dress to look at her. And she's done, yeah, she's in the middle of the frame. That's an old vaudeville trick. But <laughs> if you... Point match film. Yeah, yeah. 
if you look just behind behind her, there is one of those. You know, in between, sometimes in a public car park, they'll put up like a small concrete barrier so you can't drive clean over the park. Yeah. So they've got one of those, and there are two people who aren't actually dancing to the house music; they're just watching it. And the yeah. way they're watching it is they're standing, yeah. and they're balancing on the slightly raised concrete sort of parking separator. And I fucking love that sensation. I think you're being too limited in what you're defining as dancing. I call that dancing. No, no, they're not. They're just standing. Let me give it a whirl. So they're on top of the <clears throat> thing, and they're doing a bit of this. No. Oh no! I was overacting it you to look, represent. You look disgusted with what I have tried. How I've tried to replicate it. It's not about what and what isn't dancing. It's the, what, I love the sensation of standing on a slightly raised, yeah. about two inches off the ground, and thick concrete platform. And I saw people doing it in the movie, and it reminded me of how much I like it myself. And that was my shining light. Deck full of diamonds, genre full of concrete barriers yeah. with which to dance. Quite as right. They say. So that was that was it for me. That was when I was really like, oh, oh that's good. That's a good moment. It's not so bad. <laughs> didn't like the film this time. I'll say that for free. Didn't enjoy it. I actually didn't. I did not enjoy it. I didn't mind it. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, exactly. It's still it's still impossible to really. This is. Uh, it's a, what was the next word going to be in that sense? I, well, I was going to say it's impossible to really say. Like wh- where it is with watching the movie now, it's just, it's not even, I, I'm sure I've articulated versions of this before, but it's not actually realistic for me to expect to watch the movie. Like I can't imagine it's enjoying the It's not a movie, movie anymore. No, it's, it's a set not. of pixels that are assembled exactly. on a screen for an hour. I could be whatever. watching, well, you know, the Ant Marathon when you're a kid and that you couldn't get a chance. So you the just Ant watched- Marathon? It was just a black and white scramble on the TV. Is, is anyone else? Is this an established term? I thought I genuinely thought so, but that has is. Has anyone a, else heard of the Ant Marathon? A, it's fucking static, dude. Is what you're describing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the dep- Ant Marathon depends how you look at it. I love that. Yeah, yeah. You've seen something that is technical error. And imbued it with meaning. <laughs> it's like a, a Rorschach test. And creativity is what you're looking back, like it's reflected back at you. Well, there was nothing there in the first place. Don't overthink it, Tim. It's a bunch of ants no, running against fucking, each this other. Is, this is you looking at a the TV equivalent of a Jackson Pollock that has been accidentally created. And you've, you've, you've projected animals in there. I was like six souls. at the time, dude. I was not thinking about Jackson Fuck, Pollock. That's awesome. Because now the, it, it conjures images of ants competing against each other as well. And traditionally, yeah. they've been known as a very social entity. Well, they're working so hard, you don't think they have time to go for a jog, huh? Yeah, but little did we know, this whole time they've been training for full marathons. And just to put them on the tally for us as well. Not even necessarily for their own betterment, but as a production. They could only afford one camera, bird's eye view... You don't see the finish line or the start line. And that's just a relentless stream of contestants. They're all such show ponies as well, despite the fact that they're ants. They, they all try and cram to get in shot, which is why it looks like that. Tiny bits of black permeating the grey concrete below because they all, they're like, am I, fuck, am I in shot? Steve, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Muscling their way into the exactly ant that. marathon. Yeah. So I love the, that. What's frustrating is the point of that was 
imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective professional, licensed professional, tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time meant to be that the movie is as interesting as that but we've just made that sound oh, incredibly man, interesting this is the most interesting thing yeah. i've ever heard you don't get static anymore <laughs> nah, man. the tv's got it's one of those things i feel like we've lost out as a society we got too smart for our own good you know <laughs> tv's now you pull an aerial out of something they they you see the ant marathon ever so briefly and then it'll go now i'm blue so you don't have to deal with this <laughs> Feeling a bit off. Don't have yeah. a picture inserted into me. That's funny. The idea of the TV's getting embarrassed and yeah. blushing blue. It's more of a depressionary. It's like, oh, I can't do oh. my job. <laughs> I'm blue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Do you know what I'm? <laughs> yeah, do you yeah. understand? Yeah, yeah. Because blue means sad. That it does. I thought about something else in the movie. I wrote it down. Do you want to hear about it? Nah. You, okay. I want to talk about um, how much of the movie felt improvised to you this week. Look, uh, I don't. Yeah, pretty much none. I don't. Johnny Depp to me this week. Mm-hmm. He went off book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every line he delivered, I felt like it was like he's just reacting. Normally, I That's think it's good. jarhead. That's what they teach you when you learn how to act. They say acting isn't acting, which that's the first mistake most people make. <laughs> acting is reacting. Right, well, he's doing so, it. Yeah, and that's exactly what you articulate. But not reacting to uh, people who are on screen, reacting to the situation where he's been put in a movie and doesn't have a script, oh, okay. I felt. It was more like, right. huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know? We're in a leather jacket in the summertime. Huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a camera. <laughs> jo Johnny, we're going to need you to act less surprised. Sorry. <laughs> Reaching dealing with that guy on set. And action. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're doing it. We're really doing it. That actually freaked me <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to do something, but you did something, and it was loud and right mm. next to me. Yep. <laughs> freaked yeah. Freaked me right out. I'm sorry about that. Well, that's what I want to talk about, though, Johnny Depp. I didn't see a lot of the surprise you saw, but I saw, I saw a deeply flawed man. Uh, I'll give you a crystal example, if I may. Of him being surprised. Yeah, of yeah, me interjecting yeah. you, interjecting me, interjecting you. The vape moment at the party, when he's not even in the front of shot, but James Reed from The Feelers comes out, he's like, boys, <laughs> you're a bunch of fuckos, but you're at the party... Just try Let's and do it. Just keep your dick in your pants. Keep your in your pants. And uh, lovely to meet you all. Johnny Depp. Uh, we've actually met before. I've read, I have read the script. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we promoted that's Social on a Thursday. That's not the character. That's the actor. Yeah, no, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. actually, I've got Contin a note for you, Wes Bentley. Continuity here. <laughs> Our characters have met before. We've met before. We're at social. You're at social. We're both at social. We've met before. And then Wes Bentley then has to keep going with this riff. What an insane thing to keep rolling on, though, you know? Someone's going off book, and then everyone else just has to go, fuck, all right. It's costing too much it's, for us to redo the scene. So we'll just do that. That's digital now. You know, they used to shoot on film. Oh, you're Not such anymore. a film buff. Yeah, I was. <laughs> real, real tech head. Uh... But that is a good example. And he, and he flubs the social situation. Absolutely. And he panics. But in a very genuine panicky way. Yeah. It's the way I would expect an actor to respond to the situation of being in a movie <laughs> and unprepared rather than a diddle at a party who shouldn't be there. <laughs> We're still using diddle? No, man. <laughs> Where did it came from? Diddle is a crazy thing to say in, yeah. this, in this day and age. Do you get a lot of diddle breath? When you're growing up, I mean, you don't get it, but the turn of phrase. I understand. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, diddle. As an there was a time, popular. but you're younger. And of course, if we unpack it now, diddle breath is homophobic. Fuck! There was another one of these. Fuck! What was it? Cocksucker, probably. No, 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 no it wasn't. It was real dumbass. Yeah. Dumbass was huge. Dumbass was used for everything by everyone, and then it's just completely dropped out of the lexicon. No one says dumbass anymore. Don't be anymore. a dumbass. Are oh, you fucking dumbass? It's like good to say phonetically. Dumbass is much better than diddle. Yeah. Diddle's so gentle, it feels yeah, pathetic. But also disgusting yeah. as a result. Dumbass is like, oh, you bloody moron. Yeah. Unlike the rest of our intelligent asses, you yeah. are dumb. But to, to, speak, to speak on Johnny Depp some more. Speak your truth. Just, I thought, I thought the character, I didn't really see the actor performing, I saw the character this week, and uh, the guy is, we've always called him, a, a, you know, he's, a, he's piss weak, but he's a shell of a person at the start of the movie, in the montage, when they're like, these guys are cool, their lives are cool, they fly for electronic music gigs outside of universities, you know, like, you know, like cool people do, you know, you know when you walk out of a lecture and someone gives you a flyer and you're like, oh, you got it going on, motherfucker. <laughs> Why am I here yeah, yeah, doing yeah. this degree? This could be yeah, me. Yeah. This could be my life. Exactly. So, Fucking coke-addled 
bald-headed yeah. fuckwit roaming the halls on campus. Surprised to see me. Whoa! Have a fly! He shouldn't be there. Yeah. And frankly, I think it's a real failing of campus security that those boys are allowed <laughs> to do this every fucking gig, right? Big time. Those guys are taking the piss. Yeah. They're not doing a very good job. But... Uh, he, so he's he's doing all that, and in part of that montage where it's establishing that the cool guys at the start of the movie, uh, one of them's like, "Yeah, Zach." Everyone says to him, "Yeah, like there's not enough actors in LA." And Johnny Depp, very cool and confident, as though he expects great things for himself, says, "I'm not an actor." While vaping, I'm not an actor. <laughs> Strawberry milkshake. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a movie star. star. And the movie kind of just, it's, it glides over and it moves on and it keeps going. And you're like, this guy's got self-belief. This guy genuinely thinks he's going to be a movie star. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Bro. Grown Ups 2. Grown Ups 2 was a movie that we managed to learn by heart. This one I feel like I don't know at all. Yeah, it's a stranger even now. Could you, could I think jointly right now, I would love for us to try and just start at the start and see if we even know... Like, what is the first words, are, the, what are the first words said in this film? In a land. No. Los Angeles. No. It's going to be a big night for you, my boys. Are you for real? Someone from the crowd shouting, it's going to be a big night for my boys. Oh, it, no, know. not boys. Boys singular, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's boy Cole Carter. The it's going to be a big night for my boy. It's going to be a big night because it's, it's Jarhead and he's yes. pimping the DJ. It's, it's going to be a big night for my boy. We got you know, people coming to the club. Oh, man. <laughs> it's weird. We should have this by now. It's fine. You don't need it. I'm trying to make a point about Johnny Depp's constitution. <laughs> May I? Fuck, man. We should know more of the movie oh, by now. Oh, my God. You've got to stop beating yourself up about this. Nah, because I don't know. I know it's all for nothing, but at least we could have got that out of it, you know? What are you going to do with that? Something. Do you know what I've done with knowing Grown Ups 2 off by heart? What? Like, every fifth social interaction, I'll find a moment where I can insert a quote from the movie, <laughs> and I'll do it, and no one else will know what I'm talking about or laugh, and I'll think to myself, I've got to stop doing that. <laughs> I don't need that with another script. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Johnny Depp. I just feel like we should know more of it, though, even by osmosis. Not by focusing on it, but just, like, we've seen it so many times. Who, who, like, who is there out there who's so impassioned by it? Who do you want to talk to with this information? I'm the only possible person. Yeah. And I have no interest in you knowing this. Yeah, that's true, actually. It's an audience of zero. Yeah. But it just, I don't know. It rankles you. I'm still disappointed by it, you know? Well, you've got to forgive yourself. It just, I can't help but feel like it was a waste of time. Watching now, the movie 52 times. Tim. You know? When you articulate it like that, that also rankles me. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Do you know what we did? We made the wrong decision. Yeah, I think so. But that's okay, because what I'm talking about is Johnny Depp. <laughs> and he says, I'm not an actor. Strawberry milkshake. I'm, I'm a, a movie, movie star. star. Both know that one. Yep. And then today, when he said that, I said to him, I looked him square in the eyes, and I said to Johnny Depp, I said, if only you knew... Yeah, you did say that. ...how quickly you'll change your tune. <laughs> like I know. And within an hour, 
morale is low. They've killed their friend Squirrel by giving him too much rat poison, ironically. <laughs> Squirrels and rats mostly allergically the same thing. Uh, and he, they're, they're sitting around the pool and they're all lamenting the fact that they've killed a guy. And uh, Jahid's trying to give a pep talk and he says, you know, we're going to Captain Sidestream this shit right up. He doesn't stutter. He gets it right. Uh, you know, you're going to be you're going to be a big DJ, and you're going to be a movie. You're going to book a sitcom, man. You're going to be a movie star. I know it. Yeah. And Johnny, Johnny Depp says, "None of that is real, dude." Yeah. Don't you see? I'm not going to be a movie star. And I'm like, you have done nothing between saying you're a movie star yeah. and coming Sing- to terms with the fact you're not going to be a movie star. You t- literally took no steps towards achieving your goal. That's the thing of being a movie star. This movie misses a lot of beats that it could play for laughs if it knew what it was doing. Like, the fact that he's like, I'm going to be the fucking best actor in the world. And he's like, this shit doesn't work like that, bro. <laughs> it's like, here are the things that you've done to try and make it happen. You got a job at a call center. <laughs> yeah. You killed a guy. <laughs> now we're here. And he's like, I give up. I don't know. I've tried everything. Yeah. I've worked in a call center. <laughs> I killed a guy. This town is impossible. <laughs> And that's when but, I thought to myself, this motherfucker's got a weak constitution. <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. That's the thing. they got no clues. They really don't. Um, but I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what they do have. Sentimentality. Oh, mum, old baby. <laughs> Getting sentimental with James Reed. Now, for those of you who haven't heard an episode of the podcast before, that was entirely improvised. <laughs> Weirdly, we saw... Uh, Dave Dobbin and the Koru Club. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what we should... I mean, in retrospect, what? New Zealand's favourite son, Dave Dobbin... We should have uh, gone up and quoted We Are Your Friends No, 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 to no, no. We should have got him to record... We should have tried to get him to record a thing for that. He's a musical icon and yes. a curse and scourge of the America's Cup. Yeah, yeah. Long story. Google it. But... What we're here to find out this evening is uh, there's a MacBook Pro box which has got something in it that isn't a MacBook Pro. It is gifted. It could be. Well, you never know until you, you unwrap it. Which we haven't yet. A gift given from James Reed of the Feelers to his DJ protege, Zaccoli. Mm. Carbohydrate free pasta. <laughs> Whoa, deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't talked about that in a while. Well, I had a friend, it's called Keto Pasta. Is Have it? You heard of this? I had a friend keto who used to. Keto Diet. Yeah, yeah, he used to, he was always trying to figure out what the next big thing was, so he started importing a lot of keto pasta to his house. He had boxes of the stuff. Is he your friend with the vape empire, or a different guy? Same guy. Fuck, I was going to say, you've either got some industrious friends, or one guy who no. I really fucking want to hang out with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He sounds like right. an interesting cat. He guessed right, you know, once. Yeah. He got that's all you, that's all you need, because he's still got boxes of keto pasta. What's the shelf life on keto pasta? It's pretty good. I'll bet it is. Because normal pasta yeah, it goes, takes ages to go off. Yeah, no, it goes off like that, huh? No, it doesn't. Because it's made from eggs. It's and, always going off. Unless you got that... Uh, they're like weevils. They're, uh, pantry moths. I don't even know how they get in there. I bought shell no pasta. Does. It was... Cl- the bag wasn't open. How do you get into that how bag? How the fuck do they get in there? I had a vacuum-sealed container of brand. Don't ask why. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> I wasn't going to, but now that you've there were it, little these little moths in there. How does that happen? Uh, How small are they as larvae or whatever to get in there in the first place? Maybe they grow inside of there. But how do they how do they penetrate it in the first place? That's uh, oh. <laughs> uh, this is the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, if only if only there was a scientist in this room instead of one hundred <laughs> dribbling, you know, wet blankets. Yeah. Bunch of thieves is what they yeah. are. Yeah, it smells. It smells like wet dog in here because you're wearing your your civil servant blazers, and it was raining, of course, in this windy and wet city. And your blazers got wet, and, and wet blazers smell like wet dogs. You're a bunch of dogs. <laughs> he got you guys. He got you so good. You should all feel very embarrassed for yeah. yourselves. He sassed you. Deeply humiliated. Let's have a look in that box, though. Eh? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. A MacBook Pro box. Peeling back the tape. First things first. <laughs> we haven't really done those sorts of radio gags before, but thought I might give it a go, and yeah, I'm not yeah. going to try it again. No, no. <laughs> Rustling around the plastic bag. <laughs> and then from within the bag springs an elephant. Would you believe it? A small elephant is inside of the bag. <laughs> oh god! Oh, oh god! He shat himself. Something terrible's happened. The elephant has crapped himself within the confines of the box. And if you think you've smelt poo before, you ain't smelled nothing till you've smelt the poo of a baby elephant. It's disgusting. But I thought actually, you know, I thought baby's poos doesn't smell. Yeah, no, it does. It smells better, which is weird. <laughs> Hey. I don't think the poo doesn't smell better, it smells less worse, doesn't it? Yeah. Well potato potato. It's probably because wanna, we eat potatoes yeah. and they don't. Yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna kink shame anyone who loves the smell of shit. <laughs> Fucking hell mate. This is Wellington after all. Yeah, they are a bunch of sickos. Yeah. Absolute certifiable sickos. Disgusting animals. <laughs> Listen to them applaud. The sound of the applause only slightly muted by the shit caked onto their hands from handling the shit you're, they you're love slime. so dearly. I'll stop. I will stop. Yeah, so we'll, we'll take you 20 bucks, but you're slime out there. You're absolute slime. So, uh, so listen, there we are. Uh, discovering the elephant, discovering its feces. But somehow looking deeper within the box. Yeah. <laughs> Not impressed Look. enough by a tiny elephant. No. We continue to rummage in this mysterious box. Rummage. <laughs> yeah, can I say this? I really love the effort, but it feels like you've got one sound effect. It's not true. <laughs> what was that? A door, a creaky door. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, no, I shouldn't guess because then I give you one. No, no, it's <laughs> a creaky door. I think you're just making no, noise. <laughs> you got it. So if you go into the box past the elephant, there's a creaky door. <laughs> you got it. It's similar to that episode of The Simpsons where they rebuild Flanders House after Hurricane Nettie. And uh, they go to the end of the hall which gets progressively smaller and they open a tiny door and Barney's in there at the end. <laughs> it's like that, you see. Perspectives are warped. So you want Hard you to get a gauge on how big this box is all of a sudden. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's like uh, the popular book by Lewis Carroll. 
Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> it was a very Christopher Walken <laughs> announcement of where we were. That book uh, by... Uh, Do I know the truth? I panicked. I didn't know if Lewis Carroll or C.S. Lewis wrote Alice in Wonderland. C.S. Lewis is the line the witch in the wardrobe, I believe. Yeah. All right, we got some fucking English Lit 101 grads yeah. who went on to a career and sucking on the public team. We got a bunch of washed up extras from the Chronicles of Narnia. I get it. Who managed to drain the last energy out of anybody to drag themselves to the beehive to suck on the pollen straight from the Queen's teeth. Queen's not doing the work. The worker bees are. Yeah. Sweating away. Finding new flowers. That's you and me. Yeah. yeah. Getting out there, buzzing. <laughs> there you are, souls. Taking us for all we're worth, you thieves. <laughs> you <Yes>. bandits. <laughs> what are we trying to do here? Man, just having a good time. Just See how long before they physically so okay so you rummage there's a baby elephant shits himself you have a creep <laughs> yeah okay. fuck i went for a second bite of the airport and it didn't work that time either you actually I'm try and accidentally it. sounded more like an elephant <laughs> fuck <laughs> what you did <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna attempt it again listen here's how i would have done a tiny elephant oh, go on then <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you didn't outshine my attempt so look, we're past that, we're through the door, we're in a big open space, you see, because it's all fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah. Once you get past the door, everything's different. It's all changed there, ups, down, down, up. <laughs> left, left is still left, which is weird because down is up. And right is left. No, right is left and left is left, so everything's left. Yeah, yeah. Up and down have been flipped, but everything's left. <laughs> If you can conceptualise <laughs> yeah, yeah. that. It's basically, you're walking into a room past an elephant that's shed itself through a door, and you're just looking at a curve, if you can imagine that. An upside-down curve. To the right, because it's upside-down, you see. So everything's to the left. Yeah, yeah, keep going. So you, you bank, you bank and you bank and you bank, you're banking hard left, because it's the only way you can go. Yeah, 270 yeah, yeah, degrees, yeah, you get yeah. to another door. No doubt. We're still in the box. Open the other door. You're just out of the box. You're back in the lounge. <laughs> yeah, That's so fucking intense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, crazy you, don't to, you don't need to applaud being back so in the lounge. Like, so the sentimentality of it all is like, it's essentially a spirit quest. And whatever animal you see in there first that shat itself is supposed to be a representation of your inner all spirit. The, all the animals shit themselves. Yeah, I know. But the one that comes to you that, and your journey. That's a question. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Except snakes. Do they have assholes? I don't know. What is it called? A cloaca. That's what something has. Birds. Some of them. What's a cloaca? It's It's a single hole that both eggs and shit come from. And I think wheeze too. And not all birds have them, but some do. For example, the duck, I believe, has a vagina. I think. Yeah, that's true. Ducks are bad news. Male you ducks misogynist. have no, no, no. Male ducks, I understand, have corkscrew penises. Yes, it's an interesting quirk of evolutionary Is biology. Is that true? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, very yeah. Uh, aggressive sexually, shall we say? Because this is this is a family podcast, but 
Yeah. Sorry, yeah, if you're listening with your kids. Tune <laughs> <laughs> hey, out now. Now might be the time to do earmuffs. Bail, 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 bail. Bail, bail, bail out of there. So the duck, you see, has evolved. The, 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 the female, the mallards are the men ducks, right? The boy ducks. And the other ones are the ducks. The ducks have evolved these weird multi... Uh, uh, I don't want to say cavernous because it's putting too much space in there, but they've got different tunnels in their vagina with false passages. You don't want to say cavernous, but you're okay with multiple tunnels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't that the word was too evocative, but it was inaccurate. You know? yeah, cavernous yeah. suggests it was very large. Yeah, yeah. You want, where, do you think somewhere ends. with three tunnels or a cavern, which of those two do you think would be bigger? Just... Cavern. <laughs> I've got a very defined idea about how big a tunnel is in my head. Yeah. Yeah. It's a scary tunnel. If you say tunnel to me, I think of a, a dark tunnel that you can only just like wiggle into oh. and there's no other room in there. You're just in the tunnel. That's your whole life now. Jesus. <laughs> so, so when I text you this morning saying, hey, Tim, do you want to come and dig a tunnel with me? Yeah. You probably... I was like, yeah, no problem. They're tiny. That'll be easy as. But you're probably also quite worried. Well, I didn't anticipate going in it myself. Yeah. <laughs> How big's a tunnel to you? If I just say tunnel. Uh, first you go, whoa! <laughs> and then what do you do? I think they're big. How big? Like, bigger than a car. That's what you drive through a tunnel. So... <laughs> Fair enough. Usually, bigger. Unless oh, there's gosh. been a huge mistake. Like, speaking of huge mistakes, <laughs> let me finish this duck thing, right? <laughs> so the ducks are in an arms race. It's a cold war. Because the, the mallard's penis has evolved to whip around like a snake. It's very... whips around there. But then the, the, the mallards... No, wait, the mallards are the boys. The, uh, the ducks have evolved a vagina that's got all these dead ends so they can't be impregnated easily. It's fucking weird, man. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Vagina has biologically developed have like you know like like a maze. You're making me question it, but yeah, if I if I've understood it correctly, yeah, that's what's going on. Are out Brussels sprout. We got any zoologists in that can confirm or deny that? It's true. It's true. I'm getting it's true. Gee willikers, that is some crazy stuff, huh? Yeah, man. We should probably get rid of ducks. I think ducks are advancing at a faster rate than we are. Oh, that's true. I think we should leave the ducks. <laughs> if we go to Mars and take everything with us and just leave the ducks, you've done it. Yeah. You're very clever with your penises <laughs> and your vaginas. This is yours. I hope you We do a give better... them Earth. <laughs> yeah, dude. We hope you do a better job than we did. Ducks would know what to do with the place. It's a bit of a mess. <laughs> it's a bit of a fixer upper. <laughs> but you've got the moxie it will take. We look forward to visiting you in several millennia. Uh, that's that's all we got time for for the po- this podcast. Yeah, I was just trying it? to think if we've got any other business to attend to that we need to. Address. Absolutely not. You guys, keep, please give yourselves a huge round of applause. Thank you so much for coming out to this. We had a really good time. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the fifty-second episode of the podcast. And just to paint you a mental picture at home, if you're listening in your headphones or a Bluetooth speaker, gorgeous crowd. Yeah, beautiful. Gorgeous crowd of soulless. <laughs> Blood-sucking right. assholes. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we got called Jeffers, and it actually it brought the house down. So, 
<laughs> that, you won't hear that, but that's because I edited out all the uproarious applause yeah, for yeah, that yeah. man. Which tells you something about the, you know, the, level, the caliber of person in our audience. That the word Jaffers is enough to elicit a laugh. This, this, you this, worms! Nah. This was funny japing at the start. And yeah, I feel like it's, it's gotten too dark. It has gone personal. way too far. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, and goodbye, podcast listeners. Ow. This movie's still fine. There's a colleague that go screw. One of them's a hottie, his name is Jay. One of them looks like Johnny Depp, and his name is Johnny Depp. Classic Maximum Joseph. You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.